0: Hello everyone, this is Phil. Welcome to the Vision Church Podcast. So glad that you're joining us today. This past Sunday, we talked about looking for love in all the right places. I uh, really have been feeling a tug on our hearts to begin to talk about marriage and family. And so I think you're really going to enjoy this podcast because my wife, Nicole, joined me. So I hope you enjoy it. Hey, good morning, everybody. Would you stand up with me this morning? We just want to do something real quick as we get started. We got something special planned for you guys this morning. So you're here, so you get to experience. It's going to be amazing. Would you put your hands on your heart? Let's say this out loud. Repeat after me. Father God, I'm asking you this morning for ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to receive. Form my theology to yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Give somebody a high five. You can be seated this morning. And I am pleased to welcome my wonderful wife on the platform with me this morning. Come on. I don't always get to teach with her or share it with her, and so I'm excited this morning. God really put some stuff on my heart, because Wednesday or Tuesday night, you guys had to dwell. And how many of you girls were at Dwell? Any girls that were at Dwell? Dwell is yeah. a
1: group of amazing young women that come together twice a month, or every other week, every other Tuesday, and it's led by Becca Johnson, our daughter, and yeah. Hannah Knadel. And so, um, yeah, they just come, and, and I happened to be there last Tuesday. It was great.
0: Yeah, So, I, but I, I, I just went to the fridge. <laughs> I snuck <laughs> in behind everybody, because I've got to hide out in the bedroom when they're doing all that, because there's no guys allowed, right?
1: Well, and maybe.
0: Kind of. Yeah. And so I snuck into the fridge and, I, and then I heard. What did you get? Uh, Perrier water. Okay. Just a uh, check. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you needed to know that. But, <laughs> but, then, but while I was in there, I heard you share things. And as I'm walking back to my bedroom, That's uh, girls. no kidding, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, We needed to do a series on families. And begin to talk about um, different things that have to do with the family. So how many of you know, in order to have a family, it starts with a Mr. and a Mrs. meeting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we're going to thank you. One person, you know, no, I'm teasing. you didn't have to raise your hand. But two, great. No, but I, and so well, I wanted to share some things this morning um, that have to do with, because we learned a lot of things. You know, we didn't do everything perfect, but there were a lot of things that God taught us along the way, yeah. especially getting ready for meeting that special someone. Yeah. And so I want to read well, a couple well, of get, scriptures. getting
1: into this, this new vein that the that, that Holy Spirit's taking us, the past month or six weeks, it's, yeah, we're on a couch, yeah. Um, it's been the topic, the, 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 the focus or the underlying has been intimacy. Intimacy with God, intimacy with Holy Spirit, intimacy with, 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 with the whole, everything God has for us. And so that basically kind of drew us into this because it's still talking about intimacy. You know, who we are, our yeah. identity, who God has, has made us to be so that once we get this right, we can start here. We yeah. can start working on this. But so many times people are looking for this. And they're not, they're not strong this way. And so it messes this up. So we've laid a foundation for, for this. And it's always going to be this. Everything that we talk about, it's going to talk about this. But now we're going to talk about some life things to live on this earth. And here we are. So, yeah. so from, let's, the, from the beginning.
0: Okay. So let's look at a couple of scriptures. first scripture I want to read is in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. It says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. Can I hear a hearty amen from the men? Yeah, I will make a helper who is just right for him. So, so
1: remember that yes. when we're trying to help you. Yes. That we're just right. She's just for trying to you. help us.
0: Help you. Amen. So Ephesians, though, I want to read another one in Ephesians 5, verse 31. It says, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So if you're in here right now and you're, you're single uh, because you just haven't gotten married yet or you're single because you've had a transition in life and it's put you in that situation again, whatever it is, if you have a desire to be married, this is a very good thing. It's a good desire to have because God is all about covenant. There's a reason that Jesus is referred to as the bridegroom and we're referred to as the bride, is that God wanted to have a covenant with us, not a contract, but a covenant.
1: And um, I was, we were introduced to a book through actually Chris and Dana, and um, I was reading this book, and it was so good, and I meant to bring the, the title of it, Marriage, Sa- Sacred, The Sacred Marriage. And, and it really brought out how that being married really, you know, get being married is not supposed to make you happy. It's supposed to make you holy.
0: Mm.
1: And, and it's sometimes easier when you're single. You can do your own thing, and, and, and you think the world's great because you like you. But you learn early on marriage, you didn't marry you. Uh-oh. You married someone else who thought this they were good. perfect, thought they were great. That's a good
0: word. That until
1: is... we got married and then we realized you don't I I've got pro You don't like that? Well, I was fine with that before you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, it actually helps us mature the gifts of the spirit mm-hmm. and it helps marriage and it helps mature you as an individual and your love walk mature. You know, so so there's and it there's helps things. helps deliver you from
0: self-centeredness.
1: Yeah, from the me syndrome. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wow. So.
0: so I want to ask you some questions. We're gonna put Nicole in the hot seat. What do you think? Let's put Nicole in the hot seat this morning. What? So So this wasn't
1: in the notes.
0: <laughs> so when okay. you and I when you and I begin to date and, and married people, hey before you go anywhere, we're coming for you. So just be patient. Okay. (laughs) All right. But I felt like there were some things in the single people that we needed to talk about. And you can take these things and help your single friends, people that you know that are single. And actually
1: when I was single, I really didn't feel single because I was very active in my church. I was very active in community. Um, I had many things in my life that kept me with people. So I really didn't view myself as single, even though I was single by, you know, by the marriage standard. But so just stay involved and don't be like, well, I'm just, just me. You know, one is the loneliest number. Well, don't worry about all that stuff. Get involved and and surround yourself. If you're one with God. Right, exactly. I was totally connected, so...
0: Wow, so we were, we were at different places before we got married. You had come out, and I'll let you kind of share. But one of the questions that I had was where we had come out of, it had caused both of us to kind of establish some non-negotiables mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. And I, so I wanted to know from you, what, you know, where were you at, and what would you say would be one or some of those non-negotiables for you?
1: Well, I didn't make a list on, like, what I was looking for in a man uh, or in a husband, I should say. Um, but I just knew that I knew number one, he would love God more than I did, you know, and as much or more than I did. And so it was like, that would be number one. So that, why put that on your list? If you're a Christian, you shouldn't be even looking outside of that. So, so anyway, so, so that was our, and Becca brought that out on Tuesday. She was like, don't even put that on your list because that should be a non-negotiable. Right. And so don't don't go out and and ask him on your first or second date. You know, see if he prays over the meal to see if he's you know talking to God. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a connected, alive relationship with God that you know that you've observed before you've even accepted an invitation out on a date.
0: You know, interesting goes with that was I put down Genesis twenty-four. You remember Abraham? You remember when he sent. Uh, his servant out to look for a wife for his son he's getting up in years and he's ready to pick a a wife for his son And, and he says to his servant when he pulls him in in chapter 24 verse 3 swear by the lord the god of heaven and the god of earth that you will not allow my son to marry one of the local canaanite women but go instead to my homeland to my relatives and to find a wife there for my son isaac so why would he send him why did he say hey don't marry one of the Canaanite women? Well, well, they weren't they
1: weren't in covenant.
0: They weren't in covenant weren't, with God. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's all about that covenant. They knew where to go to find a godly woman, at that God-word woman, you know, a covenant woman. Um, and so why are we looking for love and, and, and the title is looking for love in all the right places, but why do so many people go, well, you know, I'm looking around my church. There's just not too many guys here. There's not too many girls here. So I'm just going go to go to, Dixon street and just kind of check it out and kind of see what's, what's there, point. what's breathing yeah. and, um, see, no, no, go to the well, Go to where, where the, the person is, guy or girl, that, that, that may catch your eye. Make sure that they've already caught God's eye.
0: Well, there's, uh, there's a couple of reasons why, and I wrote, I wrote this down, why, you know, marrying within the covenant is beneficial. One is 2 Corinthians 6.14. It says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. <laughs> Because how can righteousness partner with wickedness and how can light live with darkness? And then 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Do you remember Solomon? Remember he began to love women from foreign lands. Well, then he married. How many wives did he have? Seven hundred some wives. I mean, it was a lot of wives. Then he had more—three conc- hundred some. Concubines. See how
1: easy you guys have it. Come on. That's so a lot of stockings one hanging in the shower. You know what I mean? You've got one Valentine's Day a year, right? So you don't—you don't have like. Oh
0: my word! To yeah, I, could, I don't want—I so. don't even want to fathom. We've got <laughs>
1: it. We've got it made, girls. So what
0: that would be just... like? But he married all these wives, and what happened? They turned his heart from God. They turned his heart from God. This is what happens when you, when you go into covenant, because that's what marriage is. That's what sex is. It's a sacred covenant mm-hmm. act.
1: And that's another reason why it's so important that you grow together. You grow in the Word together. As uh, uh, I keep picking on Dana and Chris today, but they were they mentioned this past week. It's when all they, about when you they, guys. When today. they left last Sunday, they were like, "We really talked about the message all the way home. We discussed it." And I think you made this statement, you know, we like it when our toes get stepped on. But, but discussing it, not chewing it up and spitting it out, you know, but, but, but meditating on it and saying, God, what are you saying here? What are you speaking here? And getting his perspective and getting her perspective on it. And then, um, so that's growing together. That's why when we went to Bible school, we went together and we learned together. So that's, that's a really... Because you didn't go to
0: Bible school before we were married. Why?
1: Because I did not want people to say, oh, she went for her MRS degree.
0: That's misses
1: Those two. <laughs> okay. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Plus, I didn't want to pay all that money just to be looking for a husband. So um, I just stayed, I, I showed up every day. I just was faithful where I was. There was some frustrating times in that I was like you
0: were in a smaller church. There weren't a I plethora was, of I was in men a, out there. A small church right? in a
1: very huge city and but I I I kept my my focus on God and I said God, you know, here we go. Um I did and this is not in the notes, but I did tell the girls on Tuesday night that the engagement ring on my finger is not my first one. This is my second engagement ring. This is my first wedding ring, but my engagement ring, because I did, um, I, I choose, I chose the wrong guy the first time. And I do believe that it was in a time of, of loneliness and, um, But he was coming to the church, and he just kind of swept me off my feet, uh, so to speak. I mean, the first date was a hot air balloon ride, so talk about being swept off your feet. Um, And then after that, it was just one thing after another. But time was on my side, and and I was so busy trying to, you know, I was him-led. And then after, a long story short, I broke that off year a year later then I became me led because I was like well nobody's gonna do that to me again kind of thing you know so I got over in the ditch of well uh, if you don't like this I'm just gonna tell you what I think and just kind of cut you up and walk away and leave you you know bleeding there on the ground and then I got spirit led and then it was like okay Holy Spirit Help me with this. Help me with life. And so this was like a two-year process.
0: That's so, so true. So many people stop at the point of uh, just putting walls of safety up around their life. Yeah, and you they, can't never, do they never they never move over into healing. You
1: have to allow healing to, to to take its its work, and only Holy Spirit so can heal. Time doesn't heal. No, I've talked to men and women who will, t- who will just tell you like it happened yesterday and they're just in a clump and you're like, so when did this happen? Oh, 32 years ago in six months, four days. And you're going, oh my word. So time does not heal, but Holy Spirit can heal you if you allow him to do that. And you have to be an active healer. You have to be involved in, in your, in your walk with God. Don't just come here on Sunday and say, okay feed me. Here we go. No, take this, write the scriptures down. Listen to it again the, throughout the week and say, God, speak to me. What are you showing me? What, 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 what do you mean about this? And you know what? There's, there's people all around this place today and we're saying, we know what we're saying, but you're hearing it the way Holy Spirit is speaking to you. He's a personal God. And the Spirit of God is, is giving you exactly what you need. And if you're sitting here thinking, well, this, I don't need this. I've been married. Well, you know people who need this. So get yourself a good word. Put it in your in your yeah, tool belt. Yeah. So this week when you're confronted with a question of what about this, you know what? God's already got the answer. He's prepared you. So,
0: so, okay. So you may be asking, how, how can I tell if someone is in covenant? You know, I'm interested in this girl. I'm interested in this guy. I'm not sure, you know, if they're in covenant. There's some ways that you can find that out, um, other than like what you did. You stole my checkbook and you began to look through all my carbon copies. I didn't steal your copies. checkbook. It was laying right out. It was right you there. So you I'm picked like, it up oh. though. That made me nervous. Okay. But she flipped through and she said, "Oh, good, you tithe." That's a covenant keeping act. Oh, good. You pay rent. You pay your bills. (laughs) You pay your bills. That's Mm -hmm. good. I see utilities on here. That means you're consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, these are important things, but how do you tell a covenant person? Because some people, um, one of the first things.
1: What if somebody's in covenant with God, but they're like, well, that's a personal thing? I just don't like to, you know, wear my religion on my shoulder. What about when he asks you to marry him? Is he going to wear a ring on his finger? To show you that he to show the world that he's actively in a relationship with you? Is he gonna be verbal about your relationship? Why wouldn't he be verbal about his relationship with God?
0: Just a little put there. No, way. it's so that's so good. So when we used to travel in ministry and we always sat down with every person that walked through the presentation that we did, which was literally thousands of people. And so we had...
1: It wasn't just us. There were it wasn't hundreds just of us. We volunteers. had a
0: hundred yeah. volunteers that would sit down, men with men, women with women. One of the questions we instructed them to ask was um, about church. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, do you go to church? Oh, yeah, I go to church. I love God. I go to church. Okay. So the follow-up question we always had them ask was.
1: Who's a pastor over there?
0: And if they fumbled around and went, uh, I think his name is. "What's well, Bill. So you really haven't Bill. been in a while, have you? And they, they would sheepishly go, no. I mean, I went a couple Easter's ago.
1: So that's association. That's not covenant.
0: Yeah. And church attendance is not reflective of being in covenant with God and relationship with God. This is what we do coming to church, coming together as a body of believers because iron sharpens iron, our faith builds when we get around other believers, but this is not our relationship with God. This is a fruit of our relationship with God, which happens in our bedroom, happens in our prayer closet, it happens in our own study time when we're spending time with God.
1: That's the same thing with servant leadership. Our serving in the house of God is is our reflection of how much we love God. You know, people are like, well, you know, I, I'm not I'm not all about that the works, you know, works for salvation. I'm not talking about that. But when when you love someone, you want to do something for them. Right. And when we love God, we were like, yeah, I want to be a servant leader. I want to volunteer in that area. Yeah, if just once a month. So that's a little plug for servant leaders there yeah. to being in, in covenant with God. It's not just ter- church attendance. It's getting involved.
0: So you had a great word. I got a call from a friend of mine um, a, few, a couple weeks ago. And he's, his wife had passed away several years prior, and he wondered if he should start dating again. I mean, he really, he's a he's, he's younger guy, and so, you know, he thought, you know, should I get married again? And, and so he thought about dating, and he decided that wasn't for him. And so what he did was he prayed, and he said, Lord, I pray that you would, if you want me to be married again, then I pray that you would put her in my way so that I can't miss her. When you show her to me. And you had a great word about that when I was sharing that with you.
1: Well, it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 22, that um, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. He presented Eve to Adam. And so we heard, we, we read earlier, it's not, God said, it's not good, dude, for you to be alone.
0: You need a helper to
1: compliment you, not compete with you, but to compliment you. And so when, when God brought, when God made Eve, he, he presented Eve to Adam. Well, now Adam still had a choice. He had a choice to receive her. He had a choice to go. Yes. And what, how can he, you know, be a husband to her?
0: And he said, whoa, man. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
1: But as as some of you have heard me say this before, before God presented a a wife to Adam, he gave Adam a job first. This is true. He first had a job and (laughs) then he said, now you need a wife to help with that. But, uh, but yeah, just the presentation of God's like, God's like, I got this, I got this. He's making Eve just right. For Adam. Yeah. And he's making Adam just right for Eve. And if you're an Eve here today and you're like, where is he? Before you were in my life, I started praying for my husband, not to get a husband, but for him, wherever he was, whatever he was doing, God, just be with him through that situation that he's in. I don't even know. I'm just praying, you know, and that because you're making him just right for me. You're helping him walk through that so that, number one, thank you, I don't have to walk through it with him. He's already going to go through that and, and grow from it. And me, I was in a preparation time also. And so when, we, when God did present Phil to me, I had a choice. When I, and, and likewise, we had a choice. Okay, do we cultivate this or do we just say, you know, my life's good, I'm full, whatever. No, it takes, everybody in this room that is married knows that there's a sacrifice. You lay down your me time for we time, you know? And so you you, you stop going out with the girls all the time and you stop going out with the guys all the time. Now there's a place for that, but not all the time. And then you focus on each other so that you can build that covenant.
0: Yeah, I wrote this down. Uh, instead of focusing on catching him or her, focus on catching the heart of God. Then you're not hurt when they don't like you. One thing I appreciated about you was that you, you, were, gonna, you were more interested in what pleased Father God than catching me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I respected that in you. And I think people get turned off by rejection when they're so focused on the catch, Right. They're, instead we should be focusing on catching the heart of God, because Matthew six thirty three says, "If I seek Him first, all these things, husband, wife included, will be added." When we to me.
1: find our identity in God, our identity does not become our spouse. That's good. Now we grow close together on this earth, and we're married for time, but not eternity. But we become, you know, we start looking like each other, we start sounding like each other. I mean, you know, so keep yourself good, so because you're going to be looking like that person. Um, anyway, I don't think I look um, like her, <laughs> but my, my point is your identity. Yeah, so many times when good. it when a, when a spouse departs, either through death or divorce, the remaining spouse, who, who am I? My whole identity was, was wrapped up in him or them yeah. or her. Yeah. So make sure this is strong. So we're talking to singles. So make sure this is strong. Your rela- I keep saying this, but for those who are listening by audio, keep your relationship with God so strong and intact that no matter who likes you or who doesn't like you, it doesn't, it doesn't change you. It doesn't crumble you. Uh, Proverbs 18, verse 22, in the New King James Version, it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. In the Passion Translation, it says, he who finds a wife finds a treasure. For she is a gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. So see, it's all from God. Yeah. The gift is from God. And so when you get your identity from God, you're like, okay, I know who I am in Christ. If I lay my head on the pillow at the end of the night, knowing I've obeyed God, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing my, my utmost best to, to be a, a wife and a treasure for him, then it's going to be okay. God's going to work everything out. And as wives, we get to trust God twice. We trust God individually for who we are. Because when we stand in front of, of, of the throne, we're all single then. Hmm. Yeah. We're all single then. Yeah. But as long as we're on this earth and we're in covenant, committed, uh, relationship, marriage, then I'm under my husband's authority and, and we work with it this way on this earth.
0: Yeah. So, uh, let's do this. I'm going to ask Rebecca to come forward and worship team. Uh, so I'm going to put you back in the hot seat one more time. All right. So I have with me wrong reasons to date someone. Okay. So I'm going to list these out, but what I want her to do is in one sentence is I want you to uh, answer the question, why? Is this a wrong reason to date someone? Okay. All right, number one, loneliness.
1: I've met very lonely people, even in marriage.
0: You said one sentence. Okay, number two. <laughs> I was I just like, wow, I, I was riveted. I
1: could expand, but... <laughs>
0: All right, number two, to, okay, so wrong reason to date someone to prove, uh, to prove something like I'm over my ex.
1: Well, get over yourself. Oh. Number one, I mean, because it's gotta be like
0: this. Wow. Okay, number three, uh, to boost self esteem. Why is this the wrong reason?
1: Because we need to have, Zach said it earlier, we need to have Godfidence. Not self confidence, because yes. that's confidence in ourselves. We need good. confidence. We need to be a God uh. girl or a God guy. And then your self esteem. Don't worry about self esteem. Worry about being confident.
0: Number four, wrong reason. Everybody thinks we're perfect for each other.
1: Everybody loves love. When I was in my wrong relationship, everybody was like, You're so cute. This is great. The the very next day or the week later, whenever I was back in church, I was like, Oh, I'm so glad you broke that off. He just was not the one for you.
0: Yeah. Where were you? Where were you
1: (laughs) two weeks? What? So everybody loves love. So don't take other people's opinion, but take confirmation from your mentors. That's why you need people around you that speak into your life parents, mentors people, godly people who can help you see what you don't see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then here's another one. Wrong reasons to date, uh, physical intimacy or sex.
1: Yeah. Let's just drop the mic on that one. That's a no brainer. That is a, that is for after the covenant is made before God, not, but not, not before marriage.
0: Uh, six and number nine go together, so I'm the same together. So wrong reason to date. I'm in a hurry to get married, to start my family. My clock is ticking.
1: Yeah, you're a time bomb if you're ticking. Ooh. Yeah, you're not going to be in the right place because your mind's going to be just all doing this because you're thinking that way. So don't be a time bomb.
0: Number seven, I was caught up. I'm caught up in the moment.
1: Turn the lights back on. And get Turn the, out of the romantic door. music off. Just walk away. <laughs> Purpose in your heart to Turn not get it off. in a situation. Just don't even go there. You can always stop. This is for single people, not married people. You can always stop. The moods come and go just like waves do, just like the breeze does. And so don't even be in a situation where temptation is there. You're just making me be the the heavy right now, but that's okay.
0: Well, I love it. That is okay. Good cop. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. And then the last one, um, my child needs a mom or a dad.
1: That's why you get mentors. That's why you surround yourself with godly men and women. You do not need to marry someone to be that extra parent for your child, God can prepare. God can can um, can give you everything that you need within the family of God, and then at the right time, at the right place, the right person will he will present that person to you.
0: So, going back to the list for a second, because you talked about making a list, I didn't make a. You didn't make a list. I did. I, I, was, I was very. Super, did I make the list? Well, you destroyed the list. But <laughs> um, the, but i had a friend he made a list and he said and i presented it to god and god gave it back to me and he said i'm not i can't give you what's on that list and he said god why not and he said because you don't measure up to hardly any of that
1: yeah so many times cinderella's out there looking for prince charming but she's not a princess and who's who's prince charming looking for a princess and so many times we, we're not preparing ourselves now in the singleness of life. Why do people go to college for years to prepare for their field? And they get knowledge and skill so that they can do a good job. But yet we fall into marriage. Well, we're just living on a wing and a prayer and love. We're just fall, living, living on, on love, love, living yeah. on love. You know, <laughs> But you're not prepared for it. And it takes a lifetime, but you start now. So wherever you are in your walk, in your not, life,
0: we're not talking about a physical makeover. Although, you know, hey, paint on the barn is a blessing. It works, right? <laughs> it's a, it is a blessing. But we're talking about take care end. of yourself. We're talking about the transformation that happens on the yeah. inside.
1: Know who you are before you get into a marriage, because you're learning about another person. You need to already know who you are in Christ. Versus, you know, because this other person's going to surprise you many times through the years. We just celebrated 29, and I'm thankful to say we're a young marrieds compared to some of the people in our right, congregation. Right. We've got some veterans in the house, and we thank you guys for staying married yeah, and being so that much. example for all of us. But we're also examples <clears throat> for the singles in the room. But um, where was I going with that? I'm
0: not sure.
1: But <laughs> but it's just oh but so so even in 29 years of marriage I'll look at him and be like who are you you know like yesterday he didn't like something today he likes it or whatever so we're constantly changing as individuals we just want to make sure that we're growing together and not apart
0: i had some potato salad the other day who are you yeah, right that's the first
1: in 29 years that I i've known him never liked
0: potato salad before
1: so but my point is know who you are in Christ have that alone time with Him, and it's not five minutes in the day. It's all throughout the day. Yeah. It's okay, Holy Spirit. What am I gonna do now? The phone rings. Holy Spirit, help me with this one. Um, I'm going to to his drive-through. Holy Spirit, do you want me to pay for the person behind me? See, that's the Spirit of God living inside of us, living and breathing your Christianity, lifestyle Christianity, not just Sunday morning sainthood. So good. It's every day when we leave here we still get to be husband and wife and be loving and 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 preferring one another even out there so that's what we're talking about
0: so one of the things that we did that I appreciated when we were dating was we asked a lot of questions um, of each other of course you know when you write letters you have all you have is communication And I didn't realize how valuable that was, communication and and being able to ask you and learn all about you. And I felt like I knew you so well that first time I flew out there already because we had said so much in letters. I'm I'm
1: pretty much an open book. I'm not very mysterious. I've I've thought when I was younger, man, I wish I was a little bit more elusive and mysterious, but five minutes with me, you just kind of know my whole...
0: Sometimes, guys, we interpret that as games. Don't we? I mean, the mysterious side. You know, guess where I want to go eat. That's like, you know, I'm just not gonna go eat. (laughs) I I mean, just
1: make it plain. But
0: I ask you where to go eat, and you've already given me four suggestions. You know, well, we could go to here anyway. But, but one of the things you said, you talked about proposing, Mm -hmm. and yeah.
1: Well, that should never be a surprise. You should never be like. Oh, I he just popped the question. I didn't know he was going to do that. And I'm, just, you should already be talking. You should already be in your relationship to where you know a proposal's coming because you've already talked about marriage, and you've already been, been, been. You know, you've got so you've, you've already got, kind of the clearance. Yeah. a lot,
0: a lot of things because there's so many mm-hmm. vital things. But how he proposes can
1: be the surprise.
0: Yeah. Yeah there's so many vital things that need to be discussed need to be talked about to make sure because amos 3 3 says how can two walk together in the same direction unless they agree and so you know you and i needed to know okay well you know what do you feel how do you feel about um correcting our children what does that look like how do you feel about ministry and and you know would we leave if god put it on our heart to go to bible school, or to go and work for ministry somewhere or go and do this these are important questions. I think that sometimes, for me as, as a counselor, because I counsel men who have gotten girls pregnant, and most of the time they're not married. Most of the time they're in situations where they're 15, 16 years old even at times. And so they've had sex already, but now they're trying to figure out if they even like each other.
1: Right, they're going from being a male to a man. That's and so that's good. a heavy word right there because there's a lot of males out there that it's just that's that's their makeup that's that's their biological side of them but women are looking for a man who will protect who will provide who will be that godly partner with her in her life and that's the difference between a girl and a woman and so it's that maturing, that maturity level. And so it's not just, it's everybody. I want to be a woman of God. That when I, when I go somewhere, I'm, God is right with me. I'm with him. Same thing with, with my husband. He's a godly man. And so I can, I can support and I can lift up a godly man. And I was telling Becca years ago, I was like, you know, I don't see you with a boy. I see you with a man before she even had, had a guy in her life. And same thing was with Zach, with our kids. I said, you are at a place where you don't need a little girl tagging along with you. You need a woman by your side. Same thing with our daughter. You don't need a a boy. That's just kind of puppy loving you. You need a man. He can lead you and you can you can walk this walk with him side by side
0: and here's the good news is that when we make god when we put god first he'll help us get prepared uh in our life he'll help us ask the right questions um he'll help, help us have that courageous heart that's willing to turn loose of what's not for us because i remember that one uh that one woman that said you know he's perfect except for this and the pastor said well then he's not the guy for you and she went what do you mean i mean he he checks all the boxes he said well he didn't check that one so he didn't check all of them and and it was a it was a big deal it was it was something important because that will come up later and so it's important to have these conversations and to get everything out
1: you know, what you celebrate before marriage in, in their idiosyncrasies, you'll tolerate in marriage. So you've got to make sure: is this a deal breaker, or is this something that we can work through and I can live with? So that's we're out of time, but that's yeah. that's another whole whole vein so there. So we,
0: I mean, we've just scratched the surface on on some things, but we we just had it on our heart to really share some things that we felt like would be a, a help
1: because that's how much God you. loves us. Yeah. He loves us so much that He cares about every aspect of our life. He, he cares about when I come to Him and I'm like, God, I, I need help parenting. I need help in this season. I've never been here before. It's a new season. So show me what to do or, or with my husband and God help me. And, he, you know, it doesn't ruffle God's feathers. He doesn't go, oh, my word, I can't believe you. I, I'll get back to you on that. No, you can ask him anything, and he loves you that much to show you either in his word or in your spirit. You'll get a word, and you'll be like, Oh, that's the answer. That's the answer. And then you can call somebody up and say, Guess what? God spoke to me. And then when you articulate the answer, you know you've got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. So instead of making a list of what you want in a spouse, let God transform your heart just begin to work on on allow him to begin to work on you individually and what that does is it changes the whole world around you you know I, lo- I love in uh, South Korea as a Paul Youngie Cho and how when people would come to their church married couples and they were having problems they would send them to the prayer cabin to go pray one of the cabins on Prayer Mountain. And don't
1: come out until and your problems are gone. don't come out
0: until your problems are gone. Because what they discovered was you don't have to monopolize hours and hours of counseling. Ca- you don't need hours and hours of counseling. You need time on your face Because you know what? in the presence Most of Almighty God. Most people know God. what to do. They do.
1: They just don't want to do it. Or they want to be told by somebody else, you know, oh, it's okay to get out. You don't have to deal with that. No. Go to, God has all the answers.
0: Wow. And then if, also, if you're single and... and Here's a great scripture, Song of Solomon 2.7, and it's echoed all through there. Don't awaken love before it's the right time, okay? And uh, that's an important word. So here's what I felt to do is I I wanted you and I to pray um, over marriages, over couples, over singles in here. Those of you that are believing God, you know, for your future spouse uh, or the person that maybe God has for you. You know, I don't believe that God has the perfect person. I believe he has the right person because we're all imperfect people. But if you're with the right person, man, it's going to go a lot better. I remember when we were dating um, and, well, writing letters, you're dating through the mail. But I remember the Holy Spirit spoke to me at one point and he said, Phil, who could you work live with better? Someone that just looks like a model all the time or someone who's your best friend? And not that it's either or, but best friend is obviously the correct answer because I I want who I'm married to to be my absolute best friend. Now, it's amazing that he gave me a model too because the first time I met Nicole, you know what she was doing? She was a mannequin in a window in the mall. And I tried to make her laugh, but I couldn't get her she was super good. Would you all stand with me this morning? And I'd like Nicole to join me up here. You can hold my hand i wash my hands i have hand sanitizer um i'm teasing i'm sorry uh i digressed. but i want i just feel to pray for those of you in here for, over your marriage those of you that are single and you're you're believing god for just the right person for you and i believe that as you seek him first that he'll put that person in your way because I, kn- I didn't finish the story of my friend that said God I pray if you want me to be married again then you'll put that woman in my pathway where I can't miss her he's engaged now getting ready to get married here in the next couple weeks and I'm happy for him I'm excited for him because when he began to tell me everything that God did because how many of you know when a spouse dies it's a different scenario you're dealing with you know how much you loved her and it was amazing the honoring and it was amazing how God worked that out I was like wow that is so God
1: God wants to wow you
0: yeah yeah he does
1: we talk about you know he's a he's a miracle working God and every time he answers prayers why don't we go wow God because he wants to just wow us because he loves us that much So whatever season you're in, he just wants to continue to wow you. So get ready, get closer to him, stay connected to the vine, have a living, breathing connection with God and let him wow
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're with your spouse and near, go ahead and hold their hand. Um, If you're single um, in here, just put your hands on your heart. and, And by doing that, you're holding God's hand amen and I want to pray for you this morning so let's pray together Heavenly Father I pray for every husband and wife in here every person that's not married yet but is believing God believing you for the right person Lord I just pray God that your complete and total will would be done in all of these lives Father, that you would strengthen our marriages to a greater degree, that we would never arrive at a place where we think we have reached some level of of experience that we know everything. But God, that we would continue to have a humble heart to learn from you so that we can help younger couples and younger people that need the help. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for every young person in here that's believing God for that right person. Lord, that as they would seek, first you and your kingdom God that you are bringing that person and putting them in the pathway that they can't miss them Lord that you're showing them and those that in here that are dating and are wondering am I in the right relationship is this where I'm supposed to be God that you're confirming it in their heart yes or no lord whatever the situation is i thank you father that you have the direction for our lives and we look to you we put you at the level of first absolute place lord final authority in our lives and we thank you lord for giving us direction giving us peace and helping us know which way to go god we just thank you for your presence thank you for my wife thank you for the amazing words that she brought this morning Lord, may they reap a harvest in people's lives in the mighty name of Jesus.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search Vision Church. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can do so at visionnwa.com forward slash give.